Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey everybody, welcome. Your saltwater guide, Captain Dave Hansen, with another phenomenal podcast for you today. I want to thank everybody for joining us across all the podcast carriers and social media, Facebook, YouTube. Thank you very, very much for all the views and all the likes. And You can hit the uh, subscribe button on YouTube. That will help us out tremendously. Hit the like button on Facebook. And those of you downloading us on the podcast carriers, don't forget to hit the like button on all of those. And you can follow us. We do this live podcast Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time every day, Monday through Friday. It's the only live podcast in America. And you can watch it live on Facebook and YouTube every single day. You guys see the little animal jumping around in the back? That's our monkey. That's Marley. He's the mascot of your saltwater guide. He's very, very into the show. He gets very excited every day when we go live. Also, today is Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance Friday. They sponsor the show on Friday. I want you to go check out Larry and the boys over there at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. You can uh, book your dream sport fishing trip, bucket list trip down in Mexico, up in Alaska, and all the other great destinations Larry and the boys have. Grab that QR code I just flashed up on the screen. And those of you that are listening on the podcast carriers, it's Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. And Larry's phone number is all over the place. Larry answers the phone, and you can check in with Larry and find out how to get up to Alaska and do some of that great fishing. Gang, today is a very, very special day in the sport fishing industry. I don't think a lot of people actually know what's about to happen tomorrow morning. What, and it's going to be something that we all need to understand and learn how to fish around this because this is a big, big deal. They're very, very protective of their rockfish. They, they are very proud of them. And so we need some clarity into this whole rockfish thing. I know a lot of you have been sending me messages and trying to figure it out. And I talked with Wayne Coda and I talked with my sister Donna and they both said that the best person that can clear this all up for everybody and bring this all into perspective is Jamie Diamond. So we're going to bring her on the show here in a few minutes. She's the vice president of the Sport Fishing Association of California. She sits right next to my sister and Ken Frankie. She's also owner of the Santa Barbara Landings and Stardust Sport Fishing up in Santa Barbara. And she's been in most of the meetings. She has a very clear perspective. She has a very good filter. She's not like myself. She's not going to offend anybody. So we're going to bring her in right now and let her tell us all about what's going down. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's good. I'm so excited to have you on here. Thank you very, very much. And my sister and Don Brockman are super excited about your run for governor. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man. But welcome to the show. And uh, I'm going to just throw your logo up real quick while we're talking. And uh, you can let everybody know what you got going on and where you're at and all that fun stuff. And then we'll get more into the show. But here's here's your, uh, there's yeah. a couple of your boats and what you got going on. Stardust Sport Fishing up in Santa Barbara, correct? Yeah, correct. So we have two boats, the Stardust and the Coral Sea. Um, mostly three quarter day fishing, leave at seven, get back around 5 p.m. Um, really productive on, on ground fish, rockfish, lingcod, sheephead, whitefish. Um, we've had an epic halibut year. Um, uh, white sea bass, calico bass, sand bass. Uh, it's, it, it's, been a, it's been a really wonderfully productive year um, across the board. We actually, a couple weeks ago, like the first time gosh, darn near ever, might have happened once before, bluefin tuna, like just outside of the harbor and in this, on the inside of the Santa Barbara channel. They do not come through the inside of the channel. So we, we actually did some bluefin targeted trips and it was, it was funny because we had people that were like, no, no, I came to go rockfish fishing. <laughs> and we're like, too bad. Once in a lifetime, bro. Like, <laughs> 
So uh, it's it's been a wild year for sure. And it's going to get more interesting starting tomorrow. Yeah. So let everybody know what's really coming down the pipe tomorrow because there's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of things. I mean, I learned a little bit just now before we went live talking to you that I didn't really understand. I try to read the regs as much as I can, but it's tough. So there's a lot of people that are sitting out here on the sidelines and there's a lot of sport boat captains that are don't really quite understand exactly what this whole thing means. So maybe you can help us out and let us know a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to try and make it as clear as I can. Um, I'm going to right off the bat, direct you to go to the department of fish and wildlife, pull up the fishing regs. Um, and, and there's like a summary sheet. If you click on rockfish specifically, um, there's a summary sheet of all the regs for rockfish for the whole year. Um, it also it does this one really important thing where it breaks out the, there's different, um, different areas of rockfish. I don't know how familiar everybody on the show is with the fact that there's three different complexes, they call them. So there's the near shore rockfish, the shelf rockfish, and the slope rockfish. And it's based on essentially what it sounds like, the ones that are near shore, the ones that are on the shelf, and then the ones that are on the slope down to the deep, deep, deeps. Um, and that's really important to know the difference and what the species are because effective tomorrow, you cannot retain any nearshore rockfish, period, end of story for the rest of the year. Um, so you can only retain shelf and slope rockfish. So just, you're gonna need to know your fish ID. Um, find one of those charts. I know they have those fish ID charts at, at Dana Wharf. Um, we have them at Santa Barbara Landing. You can, they're on the online um, through the Department of Fish and Wildlife. They're kind of all over the place, but that's going to be the most important. You have to be able to ID the fish you're catching because even though, even though they're called the nearshore rockfish, they don't know that they're not allowed to go visit their neighbors <laughs> a few yards the other way. So you may catch it in deeper water. You still cannot keep it. Super important for just the everyday Joe that's going out fishing. Um, so you got to be on your game there. Beyond that, this is the first time, um, at least that I know of, that we have a seaward rockfish area. So normally, traditionally, last year included, it was from a, a, a line, waypoint to waypoint, not fathom curve. Um, and before it was, we fished between that line and the shore. And this will be the first time that in order to retain rockfish, shelf and slope only, it's from that line out to sea, not to the shore. It's out to sea from that line. So that's the other really important difference. Um, the waypoints are available from the department website. They have their interactive mapping tool that you can use that'll show you where you are. You can click on each line and area and it'll tell you the regs for what you can and can't have where you are. Um, it's a useful tool. Uh, and then, um, and, and so those are, those are the two things you have to know shelf and slope and near shore. You got to know what's what, um, and you got to know where you are. Um, those are, those are the, the two biggies right now. Wow. What do you I've, think? <laughs> I don't know. I've been fishing for a living for 48 years and I'm super confused right now. So I can't even imagine how my yeah. poor members are going to be. It's going to be scary. It is super terrifying. To think about yeah. and how we're going to identify these fish. We better all have a descending device on the boat too. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Yeah. So that's that goes into the next part of it is you are going to get fish that you cannot retain. Um, or maybe you don't want to keep it. But especially if you're fishing over 50 fathoms, we really need, even if you're inshore fishing for your surface stuff you and you catch ground fish, you got to have a descending device. It doesn't have to be like... The sequelizer is the gold standard for descending devices because you can set the depth that it automatically releases at. But those are expensive. Like they're great, but they are really expensive. So there's a lot of other options. Um, an upside down hook with a weight. Um, they have. There's one called a see you later. There's a Rockley's device. There's all kinds of different descending devices. There's and and there really isn't a definition of a descending device necessarily. And it's not mandatory 
And I say that, but it is really good to use because when you get back to the dock and that um, fish and wildlife sampler asks you about your catch and you very politely interact with them, um, make sure you let them know that you used a descending device to release any fish because as a recreational fishing fleet, you and us, both charter and the private boater, we get credit for using that towards the overall mortality, which gives us more time on the water. So it's really important. It's a really good tool. Right. And that's something that you just talked about that's super important because a lot of people that are watching this show, private boaters, when you come into the dock and you find that they're there with that board and that notepad, that's not law enforcement gang. Those They're doing research that's really actually going to help us. It's going to benefit us, which... You guys hit them with the attitude right away and you tell them, no, don't do that. Please help us keep this fishery open. Part of part of the issue that, that we are coming up against is a lack of, of information, is a lack of information, a lack of data um, from the private fleet and, and, and the recreational fleet overall. But if the samplers, those, those guys that, and women, men and women that meet you at the dock there, um, if they can't measure and get some information from you, that's less information for them to go off of when they're when they're assessing how much fish is out there. And and so that means they're just going off of a really small number and they have to do a lot of math to make it seem bigger. And that's usually where things go wrong. So it's been a lack of information that has been our biggest enemy this whole time. Yeah, exactly. And we need to embrace them and let them be a part of our whole fishing process. It's going to be super important, gang, as we move forward on this, because like Jamie will back me up on this one. I believe that the the number one thing is they have zero science. They have zero information. So they're running off of zero information as they're putting these things out there. And that a lot has to do with us giving them no information. As And I'm saying us, you guys, and my sister and my family and everybody with sport boat industry, we're different animal. You guys are giving them tons of information where the private boater, we're the ones that, and, and that's my members. I got 4,000 plus members, private boaters, plus all the people that watch the podcast. We need to become a part of this thing. We need to, we need to make sure that we keep this open for our children and our children's children and our grandkids. And it's up to us to give the information that we're, we are attaining information every single day when we're out there on our private boats gang. And it's imperative yeah. that we share our information. There's no other way for them to know what we're catching if we don't give the surveyors information, right? Exactly. So um, some of the things I just, I'm going to hit on when you go to the department website and you click on, you know, we're in the Southern management area, South of Point Conception, most of us, maybe that I'm sure there's folks north of Conception on here watching as well. Um, but I'm going to speak specifically to the south. Um, and you click on, it'll have a bunch of different species and like a red light, green light, yellow light situation. Click on rockfish right now. I believe it's a yellow light. Um, and it'll bring up a PDF and it'll say nearshore rockfish and it'll say all the different species that are nearshore rockfish. And then it'll, the next box down says shelf rockfish and slope rockfish. It breaks out what you can and can't keep very clearly. So, um, so that, and, it, and you can keep lingcod. Lingcod you're allowed to keep. Okay. But not cabazon. But, um, so lingcod you are allowed to retain. And there are shallow, there are shallow water rockfish. Oh my, I won't talk. They are, they are, uh, <laughs> under all other they are not lumped in with the near shore well that's good which is good news that's good for you guys because you catch a couple of those up there where you're at we do yeah that's yesterday we 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 had limits of rockfish um it was i mean limits well limits of rockfish but also limits Lane of Lane cod, right um, the, and and they were they were chonky they were nice good. so yeah <laughs> now that's a good thing so we'll be looking forward to that for sure um and then what else was there? I wanted to say um, descending device, shoreward, um, be nice to the samplers. There was something else we were hitting on for a second, and I can't quite remember what it was. 
Um, oh, so multi-day. We want to get into multi-day or, yeah. or do you still want to go? No, somewhere? a lot of our guys go out on their yachts okay. for days at a time. So multi-day fishing. Um, this has implications for you. Um, normally, you fish, you go anchor up by an island or in a, in a shallow area or on the coast or something, and then you go back out day two. Well, you cannot have, so you can have your ground fish on board when you go anchor up for the night, but every single piece of fishing gear must be stowed away. All your rods got to be be in the rod racks, your, you know, your sinker's tied around the handle, your jig's hooked up. Nothing can get deployed in the water overnight while you're in there because you already have ground fish board. And then you can go back out for day two and get more ground fish, again, seaward of 50 fathoms. Or you can kind of dedicate day one to, to surface fishing, pelagics, bass, tuna, um, whatever you want to do. And then you can operate as usual in the shallow water. And then in the morning, wake up, get your gray light on the white sea bass and halibut, stuff like that. And then boogie out deeper to, to top off for a day of, of rockfish. Um, you're going to have to really plan according to weather and what is most important for you to catch that trip. So it, you're, you're going to have to be strategic. Um, you can fish in the near shore, sheephead, whitefish, halibut, lingcod, um, any flatfish, those are good to go. Um, bass, calico bass, sand bass, bonito, barracuda, white sea bass, none of that's ground fish. So that's all up for grabs. Um, in the north, north of Point Conception, you are limited to two halibut. Um, and there is talk of limiting the whole state to two, but it has not happened yet. And I myself and others have spoken publicly at meetings against that very specifically. So, um, so you're going to need to, to, to plan there's no more, Oh, just grab the boat, go out real quick. Like you're, you have to be methodical to, to be able to maximize what you're going to do. It's the opposite of how you normally would operate, right? Normally you'd get your ground fish and then go surface fishing in the afternoon, you got to flip flop it. Yeah. One of our members is just asking me if I understand what ev everything Jamie's saying and I'm writing this down. No, the best part about this is we're recording this. So I'll be able to go back to it and try to decipher it. But here's the thing. And, and Jamie was letting me know about this before we went live. Everybody is I'll be up there next week for the war heroes on water trip and rockfish are part of what we catch on that. But it's just like she was saying, we can go into, and you guys go into the Channel Islands at night to spend the night. And how many times have we been flashed by the sea bass while we're sitting there? And now we can't do that. We can't have any, we can't fish for the sea bass when we have the rockfish on the boat. We can't stop on the way home from the 14 mile bank and catch those bluefin that are foaming in front of the boat. As you're driving through acres and acres of bluefin, you cannot put a line out in the water gang. These are, that's why we brought Jamie on the show today, because I want everybody to understand this isn't me. This isn't Jamie. We're not telling you this because we don't want you guys. We don't want you to get in trouble. We don't want you to get yeah. the ticket because when you guys get a ticket, it affects me. It affects Jamie. It affects my sister. It affects all the sport fishing boats in Southern California. Every time that there's somebody gets caught doing something, it affects all of us. And they go, I thought you told Jamie, I thought you said you were going to police this. Well, we're doing our best. We're having this show live with you right now, gang. We're trying to put this information out there so that you don't make that mistake because I can see this happening. You're coming home. Oh, it, you're coming home from the 14 yeah. mile bank and you go across a kelp patty that has a thousand Dorado on it. And it's going to happen in October because we're in an El Nino and there's going to be some crazy stuff going on and people are going to go rock fishing on the 14. And then remember, once you put your line down there and you catch that rockfish, now you can't catch a Dorado. You can't catch a yellowfin. You can't catch a bluefin. You can't go. Now you can't do that. If you're less than 50 fathoms, if you're on the inside of that line, you can catch it as long as you're on the outside of that line. <laughs> okay. So how do I get? So the, the, 
So once you're once you have ground fish on board and you're trans you're 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 driving, as long as you are still outside of 50 fathoms, you can you can catch bluefin, you can catch all that stuff. It's once you cross that that line under 50 fathoms, you can't have gear in the water anymore. Once you cross that RCA line going back to the dock, you can know you have to take all your gear out of the water. So you can, as long as you're outside of that 50 fathom line, you can fish for your bluefin with brown fish and all that aboard. It's, it's a matter of once you're less, once you're shoreward of that, that RCA line, then you have to take all your gear out of the water. And that's where the, that's where we're going to. And that's typically that's where all the stuff is. I know. <laughs> that's where you're but if they happen to be, I just want, I don't want people to think that they can't period. Um, so, so I saw some folks asking about, about a few things. If you go to the department of fish and wildlife website, click on fishing and then ocean sport fishing. Um, my area uh, the Southern California area is is the Point Conception to Mexico border zone management area. You click on that, and then it'll take you to the next page where you can scroll through and click on the different species. And now today it'll say that you can fish for rockfish at all depths because today you can. Um, but if you click on, uh, say, rockfish, which is the first thing you can click on right there, um, It'll say what the fishing seasons are. And then there's an area that says, please see current Southern management area ground fish summary table. And that's where you want to click because that has the whole season and all the regulations kind of broke out in a table that makes it really easy or easier, I should say. Um, the other th tool that they have on their website there is um, if you go back a few... Um, it has their ocean sport fishing map through the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Um, and you click on that and it allows you to navigate and see where you are, or at least scroll around and see what the regs are in the area you want to fish. Now it only applies for that day because it has to be current to what that day is. So today it will only show what you can do today. Tomorrow, it will show the new lines and what you can and can't keep. Okay, so in it's interactive. So it's yes, going it is to be totally interactive. So this is something super important. So Jamie, go over again where they're going to find this because there's a lot of people asking, what are you talking about? Where are you going to yep. find this? Listen, listen. And if my producer was here, we'd put a link up, but Elliot's out doing something else. So I don't know if this will there work, he is. I'll, I'll try. Okay. So we got our department website on your phone here, right? And you click on that guy there and oh, you can't quite see it, but you click Elliot's on Elliot's putting it up on oh, the screen for us, Jamie. Perfect, Elliot. Thank you so much. Dude. You're a God saver. Thank you, Elliot. So this is what it looks like from your laptop. On your phone, the column on the right side is underneath the column on the left. Um, but if you see the, the picture of the phone there, that's the interactive fishing map. And that's the tool you want to download um, for sure. And just have, have it as a, as a fa in your favorites tab. Um, and then you can get the waypoints and put those waypoints for the 50 Fathom RCA line in your plotter. If you have that kind of equipment, you want to plot it just like you did last year with the 100 Fathom line, just like you've always done before. You're going to do the same thing. It's just... Seaward that you have to fish for ground fish instead of shoreward. Um, so uh, make sure, gang, you grab this. This is going to be imperative. This is, and there isn't anybody that's watching this that doesn't have a phone. So don't even tell me, oh, I didn't have my phone with you. Yeah, you do. Y'all have them right now. Grab this. This is important. You do not want to get caught with your pants down and you do not want to get caught because we're here informing you all. And it's imperative for Jamie and I and our families' businesses that we all comply. Unfortunately, it is what it is, and we have to comply. So you can make the silly comment you're making, but it's not going to change the fact that this is law, and we have to comply with this. So grab this information with your telephone. I can't 
I'm putting it on mine right now because I'm going to be up there fishing next week and I cannot afford to make a mistake. Can you imagine if Dave Hansen gets caught? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it takes some time to put in all those waypoints on your plotter. So um, don't think you're going to do it right before you leave for a trip. You, you need to be proactive and do it ahead of time. Cause it, 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 like I said, it takes some time. Um, and just want to reiterate, somebody's asking about bluefin and rockfish. As long as, if you have rockfish on board, as long as you're still seaward of 50 fathoms, you can fish for bluefin or whatever other pelagics. It's just once you have ground fish on board and you are less than 50 fathoms that you can no longer have any fishing gear in the water. Okay. Elliot just made us something super cool, Jamie. Everybody grab this with your phone right now. Don't mess around. He grabbed the QR code. Elliot, put it up there for all of us. Grab it with your phone. I'm grabbing it right now. I can't, I can't make a mistake. <laughs> Gang, it's imperative. Grab it right now. I see one person grabbed it, and that was me. Don't be silly, guys. Grab this QR code. We're doing a bunch of work here to make this the so that in the chat. Also, the link is in the chat, so you can click on that as well and just bookmark it. Put it in your favorites bar, um, and and. Start using it. Just play around with it so you get used to it and go to the, the rockfish regulation tables like I was mentioning um, and, and go over that. Get yourself um, a, a species ID chart. And, and we have those on my up, website. We have them just, on the Just website. take some time one day and familiarize yourself, educate yourself on what you're actually catching because bottom line, you should know what you're catching anyway. I mean, really, you, you shouldn't be catching something if you don't know what it is. You need to be responsible. So um, get yourself a descending device. There's, like I said, there's many different types. You don't have to spend $80 on a sequelizer or $90 on a sequelizer. You could spend five or 10 bucks. It, the, the biggest cost is going to be the weight that you need to get that fish down. You do an upside down hook, a big giant upside down hook. Um, and but But it's going to be the the weight to get it down because these fish are buoyant. Their swim bladders have inflated. So you need to get them back down to the bottom. Um, that's the whole point. And once again, but please, if you have your own boat, you have your own stuff, please get a descending device. Super important. And it's just helping all of us and both sides, the private boaters, the sport boats, we're all in this together, gang. We're all in this together. And that QR code Grab it. I mean, we got 68 people watching this live right now and 11 people have grabbed the QR code. Gang, you need this QR code. You need to understand so that you're compliant. Grab it. Make sure that you have this on your phone so you get down to your boat. You can start putting the waypoints in and doing this. We're doing you guys a huge service here. So be part of it. Grab that. It's important. It's important. And then someone asked a question again, and I think we need to go backwards a little bit and talk about Okay. The bluefin, can, we can't fish for bluefin if we're going to fish for rockfish. If you have the rockfish on the boat and you're inside of the 50 fathoms, there it is. There's the question. Go ahead, Jamie, explain it. Yeah. So if you are, if you already have your rockfish on board, as long as you are still seaward of that 50 fathom boundary line, you can, you can fish for other stuff. You can fish for, for bluefin and Dorado and white sea bass. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing, but it's, I mean, but, but once you cross over into the shoreward side of that boundary line and you have rockfish on board, every line has to come out of the water. You cannot fish anymore. Um, so you're going to have to do your highly migratory, your pelagics, your surface fishing, your shallow water stuff first before you go out deeper for your ground fish, for your rockfish. Um, it's counterintuitive. It's not the way you would normally do it, but that's the way you have to do it. So you make a decision. Either You can either commit to one or the other, or you can roll the dice going for it in the morning with the shallow stuff and then buzz out deeper to, to tank up on your rockfish. Um, but, but once you have those, those ground fish on board and you cross back into less than 40 fathoms, lines out of the water. And that's all I was trying to explain to you guys is that let's just say you went up and you fished with Jamie and her husband up at the Channel Islands and you're coming back home and he can't, your husband's not going to be able to stop on that spot of bluefin after he's, 
And let's be honest, gang, we're going to go rockfish fishing first because we got to get fish in the bags for all the people. So it's going to, there's no reason to not go fishing. That's not what we're talking about. And don't even say that for a second. There's never a time to not go fishing. We just want to make sure that we all understand and we're all compliant because believe me, if you don't think they're going to be out there tomorrow, checking us all, they're, they're coming full speed. These are going to be, they're going to be, yeah. They're going to be looking for lines in the water under 40 fathoms, under 50 fathoms, pardon me, on the, on the sea line, on the shoreward of, of 50 fathoms. They're going to be looking for, with binoculars, if you just crossed over that line back, back in the shallower waters and, and they see rods in the water, lines in the water, you better believe that they're going to come up and check out what's going on. Make sure you don't have any ground fish on board. Yeah. And, and somebody, Randy, what does this accomplish? Well, we already know the answer to that, but that's not what this is about. We can't, that's a whole different show for a whole different time and we'll get super political and then we'll lose half our audience. So we're not even going to talk about that, Randy, you know what this accomplishes. So we don't even have to touch on that, but um, gang, it's super. We just want you to go ahead. what you can. We just want you to know what you can do. We want you to be informed that way you can make the most out of what is available. Yeah. So fish and Ryan, no, you cannot go fish calicos after you fish rockfish. That's a no, no, definite. No, no. I don't care. Cause there's no calico bass outside of 50 fathoms. <laughs> yeah. So no, you can't do that. You can't go yellowtail fishing. You can't slide into the Island and catch sea bass. Like everything that you've learned and everything I've learned since I was a little boy, we got to go backwards now. We can't do it the way we've yep. been doing it because the way we've been doing it is go get our rockfish, get that over with, and then go fish for shallow water fish. It can't do it anymore. It's just unfortunate, but it is what it is. And there's no way we can't change it. We can't, we can yell and scream about it all we want, but that's not going to accomplish anything. And to think that you're going to go out there and you're going to outsmart them. It's not going to happen, gang. And we do not want to hear about your tickets. We don't want to hear about it because it affects all of us in a super negative way because we're trying to police ourselves. Jamie, you were a part of this in the back in the day and my sister and Ken and Wayne and everyone was telling everybody, get a descending device before they require us to get them. It was because we wanted to let them know that we actually care about the fishery. We're not the ugly fishermen out there killing everything. We, we, it is in our best interest for these fish to be there as long as possible. Okay. It does none of us any good for there to be no more fish. Um, that's job security. Let's be honest in a world where there isn't any, that's the best thing we can do by making sure we're, 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 we're descending the fish that we don't want to keep or can't keep, um, have your, have a rod permanently at the ready as your descending device rod get an old rock cod rod you know with a jig master or something on it just with a ton of line and and have it with the descending device hooked up and it just stays there it just stays as that that's your descending rod ready to go yeah it's crazy this is a good friend of mine Jeanette she's Jeanette I'm it is, it's, it's crazy. It doesn't, I know, but it is what it is. So you can bait fish and then go rock fish, but you can't rock fish then bait fish. Yep. It goes backwards. Just remember everything you learned, you got to reverse it now. It's a different world we're living in. We already know that just by watching the news every day, nothing makes sense anymore. And this doesn't make sense, but it's, there's no way around it, gang. We can't, like Wayne told me a long time ago, Dave, you can't stand there and yell and scream and expect something to change. So it's not going to change it. It's just, it is what it is right now. Yeah. Now we have to work through it and we do, we want to be compliant. That's why I brought Jamie on the show. So you guys can kind of get a little more understanding of what's going on here. And uh, there's just, so, go ahead. Sorry, go Okay. So you want to, people, people are, I've seen a few people ask, you know, so, so what do we do? Right. How do we, how, how do we make it better? What, there's a few people that were, well, well, how do I help? 
So there's a few different things you can do. CCA, Coastal Conservation Association of California. They represent you as the individual angler, recreational angler in California in saltwater. Um, I have the Sport Fishing Association of California that represents the charter fleet. That's what we have for representing us. CCA represents you. Coastal Conservation Association of California, CCA Cal, go to the website. They have action items that you can do. They have information on there. They have events. They have chapter meetings all up and down the Southern California area, inland as well, not just on the coast. So um, go to their, their Facebook, Instagram, all that. Check it out. Go to their website. Um, they post information on what you can do to help. So if there's a letter writing campaign or sign a petition or anything like that coming up, they let you know. Um, if there's a meeting coming up, say a, a California Fish and Game Commission meeting or a Pacific Fisheries Management Council meeting, and there's a, an agenda item for you to talk about or to comment on, they'll explain to you and show you where you can submit written comments. That is really powerful to hear from you guys. But don't just yell at, at, at these people and shake your fist and yell and scream and cuss and say, you're screwing us or whatever. Be educated. Be, you know, have a specific question. Have a specific request. Um, something that is actually possible. Um, and But explain how you are impacted. I mean, mo kayak fishermen... Uh, float tubers, surf fishermen, you're, you're out of luck here. You will not be able to keep rockfish at all. I mean, not that there isn't other great stuff in our coastal waters, but for a lot of folks, they rely on that for food, to put food on their table. And, and they're going to be missing that ability. And that has serious implications for people. So let them know if, that, if that's how you are impacted by this, let the Fish and Game Commission know that. They need to understand that these decisions have real life consequences. And I think we've gathered a bunch of new our, uh, new uh, viewers here while we've been talking and something we need to let it, because there's people that are wondering, this goes into effect tomorrow. Well, at midnight tonight, at 12.01 right. tonight, you better not be setting that up. Uh, Anacapa Island on the anchor trying to catch a sea bass with red rockfish on the boat because that's not going to be a good day. And but if you don't think that they're going to be out there, they're going to be out there. These are going to be easy, easy tickets for them to write. And they they are going to be writing these easy tickets. And we're trying to help. That's all we're doing on this show, gang, is trying to help you understand what's going to happen at midnight tonight. That's going to happen at midnight tonight. And it doesn't matter what you think you can do, you're not going to change it. It's, it's done. The damage is done. Yep. And it's true. And last, it's a lot, it's a lot hurt. last night I was scratching my head, trying to figure out what to do for all of us, because believe me, I have 4,000 plus members on the website that are private boat fishermen that don't understand any of this. And we have probably another 30 or 40 sport boat captains that, watch the show and pay attention to everything we say. And a lot of them don't really understand this. It's so, it's so hard to understand the rules. And a lot of us, I'm sorry, fishermen, we don't know how to read anyway. So we're trying to figure it out the best we can. And I'm like, what do I do? And I call Wayne and I asked him and he said, the best thing to do, Hanson, is get Jamie on there. She's very, very good at explaining things and she's way smarter than we are. So <laughs> that's why we're here with Jamie. And um, I'm, so we have a few people that want to ask questions. Also gang, believe me, while you're watching this show, these shows, it takes a lot of time for me to produce these shows and put them together. I'm not begging for money ever. Thank you, Jeanette. You can leave us a tip on Facebook with some stars. You can leave us a tip on YouTube with, uh, and Jeanette just did. And I thank you very, very much for that. It, it helps us out tremendously. It helps us feed Marley. It helps me get Kelly's nails done. It helps me get my wife's hair done. It helps me do everything I have to do on a daily basis. Plus, it helps me to get all the guests and produce these shows. So feel free to help us out. And don't forget, 
Elliot is probably the key to this whole thing. And he throws up so much good information throughout the show and the QR codes that he throws up and everything matters. So make sure you reach out and take advantage of everything we're showing you all on here. And don't forget about Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. Everybody over there at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance, they do a phenomenal job of making sure that I get to put this show on on Fridays. And Larry and the and everybody over there has great bucket list trips ready for you to go fish Alaska, go fish uh, Mexico. If you have any fear of fishing Mexico or fishing Alaska, they take away all the fears. So grab that QR code right there if you're thinking about going on a vacation, going somewhere and catching some cool fish. Check out Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on. And... uh Yep, there's a few things there just showing real quick, making sure we take care of everybody over at Pacific Sport Fishing Alliance. Thank you very much, Elliot, for all that. Thanks for being a part of the show. Oh my gosh, that's Marley. Marley, what's wrong? Marley, <laughs> oh, what no. is the matter? What do you see? What do you see? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, I think he saw Jaws. He must have seen that picture of Jaws on yeah. the screen. There's a there's an owl that the neighbor has in the backyard that she hate, doesn't like my monkey. So she spins it around and makes it stare at his cage. Oh, it's gosh. terrible. And she told us the best thing we could do is move. Hmm. But I'm like, really? So that just scared Marley, that little owl. Sorry about that, buddy. But thank you, Elliot, for throwing all this up there. This is what you get if you go hang out with Larry and the boys. And there's Marley having a grabbing a little fishing lure. We used to catch rock. We used to catch rockfish with that, but we're not allowed to do that anymore. So I guess we'll play with Marley now. Oh <laughs> he's tiny, huh? Yeah, he's so small. He's adorable. Yes, he is. He's oh my god! And he's got these big, giant brown eyes that just make you melt. He's a cool little dude. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. Thank you very much. So, gang, we got about fifteen minutes left. I told Jamie I wouldn't take more than an hour of her time. She's a very, very busy person. She's got her sport fishing landing up there. Um, I threw some pictures up, Elliot, of uh, <clears throat> the boats and stuff. They're on our in our uh, design area. What What's going on? What are you guys going to do up there as far as fishing goes now? Is this going to stop you guys? Are you going to keep fishing? So it's not going to stop us, but, but we, we do still have – have places a few places to go okay um we'll, we'll get through it um it's gonna be hard we're definitely gonna have more days that we end up canceling that we normally wouldn't just because of weather we won't really have anywhere to go um but but we do have some stuff outside of 50 fathoms uh outside of the, the rca line i should say it's not again it's not the 50 fathom curve on your NOAA chart it's waypoint to waypoint and a line drawn through um so we're still going to go for rockfish, lingcod. We're just going to have to flip-flop our day if we can. If the weather allows it, we'll start in the shallows and get our whitefish, sheephead, chance at halibut, whatever we've got going on, and then buzz out to the deeper water to, to, to fill up on, on some rockfish. Um, the half-day trips will probably start out kind of the same thing. Um, we have half-day trips on Wednesday on the Stardust, 9 to 3. And, um, or if, if we can get across to the islands and the weather's good and the bass are biting, we may dedicate a trip to, to calico bass, sand bass, white sea bass, halibut, whitefish, sheephead, all that stuff, lingcot, you know? Um, so we'll, it, it, it's going to depend on, on the conditions that day and where we can go and what we can do. I mean, really, it, it truly is more than ever day by day. Um, but, but we're going to have really good fishing no matter what we do. Right. So, so you're not done. Yeah. We're not done. We're not done. We're, done. we're going to be running strong till the end of the season. The captains plan on really messing them up, doing the best they can. You know, they, they're, they're there to get you on the fish, all the captains in the whole fleet. Like they, you know, every once in a while you hear people bagging on them. Well, we didn't get anything. Do you think they didn't want to catch something <laughs> that day? Right. You think they didn't want to fl flay your fish or, Whatever. I mean, it does nobody any good to not catch fish. So just know that fishing can be fishing and it can be tough sometimes. And especially now they're going to have to make judgment calls 
um, that may mean you don't go home with quite as many fish. And it's a bummer, but that's not what they want either. Um, there were a few questions I saw. Oh, you have one right here. Sorry, I've missed the show this week. Works crazy. Get Mar- Oh, get Marley something nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jeanette left um, us a nice $80 tip. That's pretty spectacular. Wow. Thank you very, very much, Jeanette. That's awesome. Somebody asked, uh, were we surprised that the department gave us some of the deeper spots back? So the all depth fishery that we've been enjoying so far this year has been really great. And the idea there um, was give it, spread everybody out, get them off the near shore, create more opportunity for some other fisheries. Um, the private recreational anglers over the years have been asking for deeper water um for for other specialty things like sablefish black cod um for that that way they can do you know you can do your you were able to do your rockfish and your bluefin no matter where you were in the same trip right so um it's it, you know it, it created opportunity um and areas that have been locked up for almost 20 years um, so that was a really great thing. And the fact that the over 50 fathoms, it still gives us access to some of those areas that have not been accessed for a long time. So that's what, um, that's what they're trying to, they worked really hard to create, come up with this plan, um, as constraining as it is. Um, a lot of people worked really hard to make sure that there was the most opportunity for Californians. So, yeah, that was that the 50 fathom line. Somebody's asking, where is it? You got to go to the department website. Again, it's waypoint to waypoint that you have to put in your plotter. And then it's a line, a straight line from dot to dot. You're going to play connect the dots. It takes time that there's that QR code and the the link is in the chat in a whole bunch of places, but um, get out your phone, do this QR code and it'll take you to the interactive map. Um, And it has different layers. Um, so you can click on the different layers to add on that and it'll show you what you can and can't do where you are. It's interactive. It's a really great program. I do not know what the fines are, but I'm sure they're there somewhere and I'm sure they're hefty. They're going to hurt. Oh yeah. They're not going to be, they're not going to be a little hand slap and gang. One thing I want you all to understand is as soon as we're done with this live show, Elliot puts it out everywhere. And it'll be shareable. And I suggest that every one of you that knows anybody that fishes share, share this everywhere you possibly can. This is probably the most in-depth information. Well, this is, there is no other place to get any type of information like this. This is the only thing on the planet. This is the only show there. Talk about CCA again, real quick. Yeah. So CCA California Coastal Conservation Association of California Um, There are chapters all up and down Southern California and some creeping up north slowly, Um, but they fight for you and your right to fish, for your access to healthy fisheries for generations. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Help ensure healthy fisheries and angling access for generations. And that's the truth. Um, They are right there alongside the Sport Fishing Association that represents the charter fleet at all of these fisheries meetings. Um, They are working on the uh, MPA decadal review. They're there at those meetings. They're they're voicing, they're they're making sure your voice is being heard um, because they speak on on your behalf um, to make sure that that we don't get left out and and we're we're loud enough to be heard. Um, So yeah, they do a really good job. There's chapters all over the place. Go to the website. They have action items. They have events. They have um, links to different meetings. There you go. There's there's their events coming up, fundraisers, chapter meetings. And at these chapter meetings, I bet that this this month and the next few months, they're going to be talking about the regulations and checking in with folks and making sure everybody knows what's going on and, and answering questions. There's going to be a lot of educating. So that would be a great opportunity if you're trying to figure out what you can and can't do if you're still confused after this, which you probably will be, um, <laughs> go hook up with CCA Cal. They'll, they'll, they'll try and get you all the right info. And grab that QR code right there, gang. And the thing about CCA Cal is it's all about taking care of us. It's our only voice at the table, but like everything else out there, it takes money. It takes money and 
So give any type of donation you can at all. Go to go to the QR code. You'll see the donation page there. Every single penny helps. There's not a donation that's not big enough. Believe me, anything helps. Anything, anything you can help us with because, gang, we don't have any voice at the table anymore. I mean, very, very, the private voter, especially, if we're not involved with CCA, we don't have a voice. And Jamie, you know how hard it is to get a voice for the Sport Fishing Association of California. You guys work so flipping hard to make sure there's something to catch for sport boats. Yep. So we, we the sport boats have the same regulations a private boater does. Um, I want people to understand that. So when we're fighting for our boats, we're fighting for your boats at the same time, really. Um, it. So we have the same regulations, the same rules. We just have to make sure more people get at a time. It's a little more work, but, um, but it's worth it. And for, for most, most boat owners, most captains, this is all they've done their whole life because they love it. This is, this is what the life they know and they love. And, um, nobody's in this business to get rich. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's a it's passion. A, yeah. It's the passion of it. It's for the love of it. Really. And seeing those smiles on everyone's faces when they catch their fish and the, all the great things you hear when they go home and they eat their fish and all the different things. But gang, we got about 10 minutes left with Jamie. If you have a burning question, if you're still really confused and you have a really real question, you can throw that up there, type it in on YouTube or Facebook and you can send it up there. And if it looks like a legit question, we'll throw it up on the screen and Jamie can answer it. We don't need anybody talking any negative. This is a positive thing. This show is very positive. And I want you all to understand you need to share this with everybody. I cannot emphasize it enough because if you go out there and try to explain what you just heard Jamie and I talking about, it's going to be like that telephone. It's going to, that game we used to play when we were kids and you're not going to be able to explain it right. Share this with your friends, grab this, save this show. There is no other show out there about fishing in Southern California that these new regs, this is it. And it all goes into effect at 12.01 tonight, which I don't know how you yep. can get any more relevant than right now. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw it out there again. I have uh, Jamie Diamond, Santa Barbara Landing, Stardust Sport Fishing. We have the Stardust and the Coral Sea. We do mostly three-quarter day trips. On uh, on Wednesdays, we do have a half-day trip available. Um, we fish out at the Channel Northern Channel Islands, mostly Santa Rosa out that way and up the Gaviota Coast. Uh, we are really lucky to be where we are. It's a really productive fishery and we do still have, um, have enough to get through in this over 50 fathom season. Like I said, we're, we're going to have some days where we maybe can't get out because the weather doesn't let us, but, um, but we're going to get the job done and we're going to put, put fish on the boat for sure. Nice. So here's from this last week. Uh, the lingcod have really been biting yesterday. My husband, Captain Jason, they limited out on rockfish and lingcod yesterday for 25 people on the Coral Sea. Really good day. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching your reports, too. You're very, very good at making sure everyone understands what's going on. You, you, you write out those great reports, and they're very personable, and I like that because it lets everyone know what they're in store for the next day. It's pretty cool. You guys got to check out their their website, their landing, all the cool stuff they got going on up there. And Jamie and her husband, they're on our side. They want to make sure that they keep fishing open for all of us. So if you're up in that area, I definitely would go and support their business, family business. There's no big corporation. You're seeing the boss right there and, and she's standing right in front of you and her husband keeps walking back and forth behind you just to make sure that she's doing a good job. <laughs> I get the little... I can hear the, the, the additions coming from down the hall of, oh, yeah. of what I add every once in a while. So yeah, he's been on the water for, gosh, it's the only job he's ever had. And he grew up down in San Diego running the boats down there and moved up to Santa Barbara and, and brought the Stardust in in 96. Um, so he's been here for a real long time. Um, we were fortunate enough to get the, the Coral Sea in 2015, which does have bunks and we offer overnight by private charter only on that boat. Um, somebody's asking, we don't do whale watching on our boats. However, Santa Barbara Landing has the Condor Express, which is well known for whale watching. So the you have 
You have the whale heritage area of Dana Point, um, the, the original, the birth of whale watching in California. Um, and then the, the, the next spot you go to is Santa Barbara. The Santa Barbara Channel is the next spot with the most abundant wildlife. Um, and the Condor Express is a high-speed, big, powered catamaran. Um, it gets you out to where the whales are, tons of dolphins. Uh, they do uh, cetacean society trips. Uh, they, they have um, bird watching trips. They have all kinds of stuff going on. They do uh, evening cruises. I think they may have wrapped up their series for the summer. But it is uh, a wonderful vessel, a wonderful operation. And um, Condor Express out of Santa Barbara, again, if you're, if you're up our way. And then somebody was asking, Mike Lewis was asking, what, how deep is 50 fathoms? Gang, six feet and a fathom. Even I did my fives. I know my five fives. <laughs> I did good on my five timetable, the little timetable thing. And so that would be 300 feet. So it's got to be deeper than 300 feet, right? Was that right? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, but just remember, the other thing is <laughs> it's not about the depth. Again, you have to download the waypoints and put them on your plotter or use that interactive web tool from the Department of Fish and Wildlife. What they did is they created waypoints that follow that 50 fathom line closely, but it's not exact. So a way, so it's a dot here and then a dot here and a line goes from one to the next. And that's the line. And then there's another dot. So you play connect the dots all the way down the coastline. And around the islands, they have their own set for around the islands. So you, it's if there's islands in your area, you need to know over, you need to, to, to get those points as well. Very confusing. So, but thank you so much I, for kind of summing it up and giving us a little more insight on what is about to happen. I mean, this is such a hot subject and I can't emphasize it enough, gang. You need to share this. And I, I'm not saying that because I want your views. I'm saying that because you do not want this ticket. You do not. And yeah. Jamie and I do not want you to get the ticket because it's going to have a huge impact on both of us besides your family. And it's going to change what you guys eat. But it could change the fishery. If, I le if enough of you go out there uneducated and get these tickets, it's going to be devastating to the industry because they're going to look at it here on the first of the year and go, what the heck? We told them what it was supposed to do, yep. and they went out there and did it anyway. You know what? We're done. We're just closing it. it down. We're closing it completely because they can't quit eating their boogers. So, so a few things, takeaways, guys. That that app is super important. Um, knowing your different species, your nearshore rockfish, knowing what those are that that you cannot keep those. Okay, a descending device, super important. If you don't have one, get one. If you don't know how to use it, there's videos, there's plenty of information. Um, know if, depending on where you are on the California coast, the regs are going to be different. If you're north of Point Conception, you have totally different, you have, you have slight, well, I should say slightly different regulations, similar, but different. Um, and then the other thing is be nice to the surveyors, the samplers, dockside. When you get back to the dock, be polite. Talk to them. Give them the information they're asking for. They're not enforcement, like Dave said. They're, they're trying to help get the research and the data and the information to make this better. The reason things have gotten so bad is a lack of information. Not because you did talk to them. It's because you didn't talk to them. And, and that's something we were all guilty of years ago. Oh. Now we've, built, we've, we've worked really hard to build that bridge with them, with the department and, and have a seat at the table a little bit and, and, and talk. Um, but, but we need you guys to do your part, which is have that cordial. You don't have to be best friends with them, but you don't have to be a jerk either. Right. It's, it's imperative now. It does. It doesn't, the, the uh, genie's out of the bottle. We can't put it back in. Now it's time to be proactive and not, not hit them with attitude. I see so many people that, those kids come walking up with that clipboard and they're just, they're so rude. I just don't understand why we're so rude to, why we become so rude to each other. It just blows my mind. Yeah. All they're trying to do is get us some research so we can help out the fishery and have some real numbers because the, like 
Jamie and I talked about before. The numbers they don't have as my people, my private boat people, they don't have any numbers from us and we're not willing to give them and it's time to start giving them. So please be proactive out there and help us out as much as you can and pay attention to these new regs because they're, they are super important and they're going to be enforcing them at midnight tonight. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your time, Dave. I really appreciate being on the show. This has been a great opportunity. I hope your your followers have gotten some information or at least direction on where to go to find more. Um, and and Stardust Sport Fishing is here as a resource for you guys as well. All right, gang. And let, let us know if you guys have any questions, throw them on here. I'll do my best to answer the questions throughout the day. Like I always do. Thank you everybody for watching Jamie. Thank you for your time. I mean, I know it's very, very valuable, so I appreciate it. I don't take it for granted. Thank you very, very much. Everybody that's been watching. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you for helping produce this phenomenal show and helping educate all our viewers because without you, none of this is possible. So Elliot, thank you very, very much. Jamie, thank you. We're going to blast off gang and I'll see you all on Monday. Remember, turn off the news. They're all lying and just wait for me. I'll be back with you on Monday and I'll tell you all the truth. See ya. Have a great weekend. Adios. Bye guys. Thanks. <laughs>